Welcome to the Wedding Workflow Podcast. Uh, you are here with Adam Rob. We have Carson. We also have Tyler. And guess what? We have a recurring member, our first one. Woo-hoo. We have Jude Anderson. Welcome to Hi, the podcast. Hi, thanks for having me back. Your microphone is definitely a lot better this time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Everything last time. is sweet. I really like <laughs> yeah. this. This is a good setup. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, was a, that, was, that was a rough setup last rough. time. <laughs> that was Something rough. Was we wrong. apologize. Hey, we've the, all grown yeah. since yeah. then. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was like our first time with a guest, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. So we were, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, this is going to be great. Great. Yeah. And then, oh. it, uh, hey, it was great. Yeah, it, was. it was great. We <laughs> talked a lot about of good, some good stuff. Yeah. 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 Heard good things about it. So, anyways, now we're <laughs> um, version two. Yeah. Now oh, we're yeah. back in the studio where yeah. we kind of have it a little bit more put together. Um, still figuring things out, but we're we're getting better yeah. every 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 episode. <laughs> so uh, I've heard that only five uh, percent of podcasts make it to this episode. Yeah. So. The, like, what are we? On? I think we're on like. This I don't 15, even know. Yeah, 16? something like that. Did you that know that seventy six percent of stats are made up? <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. That, every time I've made that up, so I forgot about that joke. Yeah. We had like a little running joke on there. Yeah. yeah. Every yeah. time we started, I was like, I heard that only one in ten podcasts actually make it to episode ten, five. Or but uh, you're back. It's been a, a crazy year for everybody in the yeah. wedding industry. Yes, it has. Oh, yeah. And I feel like yours. You were telling us when you first came in that it was even crazier than normal. Yes. Um, what happened? <laughs> So um, I have a studio space as well that I use um, for boudoir, for families, um, a lot of newborns, that kind of stuff. Um, And some things happened to that. The building was sold not to a person whose values necessarily aligned with mine. Um, So we decided to call it quits. And I am currently working on a new space. Um, So right now I'm just working out of my house and, you know, obviously on location for everything. Weddings make that really easy because... You know, I don't need a studio for weddings. Mm. So um, we've been working out of the Onesto downtown, which is absolutely beautiful. And their staff is phenomenal. Um, So honestly, if anything, it's just put me into more contact with a lot of great people and kind of made me push through. Yeah. Nice. Bigger and better. That's what I'm going for. That's good. That's what that's that's the goal. (laughs) Network is key. Yes, absolutely. Um, so yes, you know, okay. So this year has been crazy. Um, how have you had to like kind of adapt to? That's a good question. To Ooh. just life. <laughs> I was gonna say I know uh, I know all of you can feel this pain as well. I've had a lot of wedding clients that have moved to next year, um, so that has it's been hard because one you're counting on that as you know your source of revenue. All of us are you know, full-time photographers, you know, DJs, all of those things. Um, So that plays a pretty big part into what you're expecting to take home for the year. You know, usually you book years, you know, a a year in advance, six months in advance, whatever. So you're expecting a lot of that. Um, And I've been really treating it like leading with my heart and, you know, loving on my clients because I know that this sucks for them too. So, um, you know, I haven't charged any like rescheduling fees, even though that's taking a 2021 date, you know, a, a nice Saturday that somebody else would book you know, a fresh wedding. But honestly, I think, you know, I, I joked about this earlier. I think if anything, 2020 has, you know, grounded who I am and in all of the wild, wild things that have happened that are kind of unimaginable at this point. Um, and now you're standing here saying like, Oh, I just got through that. Um, I've maintained who I am and like the, the values that I hold for myself and my company. So I think 2020 is a win. Yeah. Yeah. It's that's sucked, good. But it's a win. That's a great outlook. Yeah. yeah. I like that. That's Very positive. Yeah. Cause I feel like all, you know, all three of us as well, like we've had to kind of adapt to, um, to it. And like, I feel like, especially like any business that you look at, um, I think we've kind of seen the values 
that those businesses have oh, yeah. this whole situation, like even, you know, big and small. Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah. You see like, oh, OK, that's what that's like when because I feel like when like those crazy situations happen, that's when you see people's true character a lot of the yeah. time. Absolutely. For sure. Well, in customer service, how large corporations are treating their employees, you yeah. know, what the, what lengths they're willing to go to to keep them safe, to keep them financially secure. All of those big mm-hmm. things. We've a lot has come out. Yeah. Both good and bad. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I, I like that you didn't charge people for things. I heard it, you know, there was a lot mm-hmm. of people that were like, hey, can, you know, how much do you charge if we move the date? Yeah. I'm like, gosh. It's like not your fault. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. You know, yeah. if somebody if somebody wants to move a date, I, I've moved, I think, two dates in the past. And it's been, if I have the date open, yep. it's yours. I don't mind. Yep. Um, if I don't have the date open, then I do keep your fee because that's what it's for. Because yep. I've probably already turned people away for that date. Right. And then, you know, we move on and I find you an awesome photographer for right. that day. But, um, yeah, I, th- I just think that I've maintained my integrity in these situations and that's really like the baseline of what we can do as humans right now yeah. so. that's really important and you know yeah. so many people are saying that like if you're a business and you like you make it through this time mm-hmm. that like like you're going to be so much more healthier and, yes. and and build on this going into when well hopefully next year yeah, yeah. Get, hopefully <laughs> in 2021 but, uh, yeah but, but that you'll really <laughs> really stand out because you know people want to work with good character people right yeah. they're going to be able to see that through this it's interesting that you're talking about how uh, businesses we kind of saw the good and the bad in them mm. um it's been interesting to watch businesses evolve like as a videographer yeah my yes. business tanked for like a month mm-hmm. and everyone's just trying to like figure everything out and then at some point in time they like just evolved Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, so we did this before and that's what we were going to hire you for. And we're not doing that anymore, but we're doing this thing because we realize all of our clients are online now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Or all of this is online. So we need to be doing training videos that go online and all these different things. So it's kind of funny that like as of like June, everyone was like, oh, we're back to normal, but everything is different. Yeah. Because um, everyone needed to change. I, I can't tell you how many like conferences that I would film and things like that that were like, oh, we're not going to do it at all this year, but we're going to film. Mm-hmm the people speaking and pay people or people will pay to like have access to it basically. Um, but it's been so funny to like watch everyone just like freak out for a little bit and then say, okay, well this is life for, for now. Absolutely. How do we survive? You know? Well, and 2020 has been, it's been a really hard year. It's been, it's had a lot of like trials, but it has honestly been a chance to grow and evolve in so many ways. It's Mm -hmm. a chance to like, pull that flexibility out of yourself and figure out like, okay, I am able to roll with this because yep. nothing is going how it's supposed to. Every plan I had for this year has been blown to smithereens and that's okay because it's making way for something again, bigger right. and better. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's great. I mean, like, um, I, I feel for, for like us in general, like we, I, I don't know, like we kind of, I mean, we bought a building through this whole situation. Yeah. We're not bought a building. Yeah. Yeah. At least a building. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, like we, you know, we, we kind of took things as we came, as it came. And then um, I think it was easy for us because we have a a connection to different like DJs and other people. So it was easy to like switch dates around and kind of juggle that. Um, And not a lot of, you know, a lot of standalone DJs might not have had that. Yeah. Yeah. Made me feel like, wow, the, just the importance of having such a solid team of people mm-hmm. around you and a network um, yeah. of people that you can count on and trust because like, you know, the only way I like made through that is because like 
you know, we're just relying on like the support and the help of everybody else around yeah. mm-hmm. and try to like all work together to make it happen. Yeah. I had a ton of people move dates and things like that. And if I was already booked, I was like, well, I can't do it, but I have all these guys that work for me that I trust. Yep. Like, are you fine with them doing that? And it was crazy. Like I only shot half my weddings for this year Yep. because they Same. all went from being in the spring to either moving to next year or shifting to the fall. Mm-hmm. I was already booked for the fall. So I was like, well, I'll just have someone else shoot them. Yeah, yeah. So I had guys that I trust enough that had been shooting with me for a while that were already doing them on their own to say, hey, why don't we just send this guy? And most people were, I think, um, thankful, one, that they weren't going to lose their deposit and also like kind of in a pinch at the same time where they were like, yeah, we don't really care as long as you trust yeah. them. Yeah. 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 Like there's not, yeah. <laughs> they're just thankful. Yeah, yeah. We're just glad we're going to have it, you know, yeah. at this point. And Tell me whose name to put on the seating chart. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah, we were talking about that last episode about having to go above and beyond, and yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, people have gotten like teary, like a little bit like teary eye, like you know, just like on the phone uh, talking about like when I would bring up like it, it, you could just sense it in their mm-hmm. voice when it's like yes, like you're not going to lose your deposit. Yeah, like people yes. like you could just hear it in their voice like how relieved and like mm-hmm. but like some people get a little bit emotional. Yeah, and just mm-hmm. like so thankful, and like that just really was a good. Feeling. I mean, it's a crappy yeah. situation, but yeah. it was a good feeling to know that you could supply somebody with that comfort mm. to know that like, hey, we got your back. Like, it's all good. We'll, well make it happen. And <laughs> weddings are such an investment in your future that, you know, sometimes it's hard to your all you're seeing are dollars and cents once you get so far into it. And then you have right. to like refocus. And I think that this gave a lot of couples and vendors an opportunity to refocus the things that they care about. And to me, this year was a lot less about the money and a lot more about the people. Yeah, so. yep. yeah that's I true. That. Really made you focus on the mission. Yes, like refo- 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Perspective, bring it back in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and we've seen, uh, I mean, without weddings, um, you, you've been able to do uh, like a lot more like boudoir sessions, Absolutely. that kind of stuff. Yep. How's that How's that been going? Because I think we we had you on, like, was it right before you launched it? Or yeah, yeah it was, I was just like tipping dipping my little toes in and, you know, not quite sure what I was going to do with it. Um, But, you know, I absolutely love it. I very much feel a pull toward that. Um, And I think that's just like who I am by nature. Um, I'm a very like caring person and I want you to see how wonderful you are. Um, So being, doing work in women's empowerment is a responsibility that I don't take lightly. Mm -hmm. Um, so just the opportunity to have someone come into the studio, shower them with love and praise and wow, you look beautiful. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you did that with your life. That's amazing. You know, like, you know, I know that you are a mom and you are down on your body right now, but man, you brought a life into this world mm-hmm. and how cool of an opportunity was that, uh, you know, all of those things and kind of turning those things. We as women are very, very hard on ourselves for just about everything, but especially like our body image is, you know, ingrained in us that there's something supposed to be wrong with your body. Mm. Um, and getting to show women like, no, it doesn't have to be like that. And like, yes, we all have something that we're uncomfortable about or, you know, something that, oh, well, my nose looks weird if I'm at this angle or whatever. 
you know, that's, <laughs> uh, you know, but I understand all of those things, but I want to be the person and I'm happy that I get to be the person to tell you like, Oh, you're so much more than that. That, mm. that should be the smallest thing. I would never have noticed if you hadn't brought that up about yourself and, you yeah. know, just really like push you further into loving yourself. Would, yeah. you, would you say that you feel like most women coming into a session are like nervous? Like, um, I have a pretty broad range, I will say. Um, one of the things that I've been trying to kind of, one of the ideas that I've been trying to dismantle is that you have to be confident to have a boudoir session. I think that boudoir is meant to build confidence, not confirm that you are already confident or some variation yeah. of that. Well, that's um, interesting you, know, you said that because I'll be honest, like, I was kind of thinking like, wow, like, yeah, do a boudoir set. You got to be really con Like, you got to go in like feeling confident. Oh, wow. You so, yeah, that's going to give me a whole new perspective. You have to be brave. Mm. You have oh, to I be I like that. Open. That's a better word. I, yeah. Think, yeah. I think being brave and being open are a little bit different than mm -hmm. being confident because a lot of women will look at their bodies and say, well, yeah, I'll do it when I lose the 10 pounds or, you know, like, oh, I wish I didn't have this scar. All of those are wonderful things and there are amazing ways to utilize those and to love your body for every single bit that it is. Um, and one of my big things is I obviously do retouching, you know, who doesn't want their skin to glow, who does, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, but one of the things that I hold really firm on is changing any type of your body. So, um, I always want you to like come away with photos that are I like enlarged versions of, you know, who you are and what you are. Um, but I won't tuck anything. I won't hide anything. We obviously use a ton of like the correct angles. That's why you pay a professional trained boudoir mm -hmm. photographer, not somebody who like, Oh, just let me try and take those photos. You know, you, you pay for the experience of understanding the lighting and the highlights, how they fall across your body and the angles of which you want to be shot, the light into which you want to be shot. So, um, I think that that is a very cool thing. And, you know, I typically show a woman after I take her first photo and she says, oh my gosh, is that me? And I say, well, unless somebody else is in the room and I'm taking her, you know, make right. a joke yeah. out of it. Like, yeah, of course it's you. But until you see yourself through my, my eyes, through my mm -hmm. lens, whatever, that's not how you see yourself. And it is such a cool opportunity to get to the ordering session and have a woman start crying because she's like, I never knew I looked like this. I never knew I had this much power in me. Mm -hmm. And that's, we talk a lot less about like, wow, you sure are pretty. And we talk a lot more about like, look at that confidence in your eye. Look at, you know, how you're standing. Look at how you're like pushing your for your forehead towards the camera instead of shying away or trying to look away because you are feeling that power. So it's, it's just a really cool opportunity. Yeah. Would you say after like they see the first picture, mm -hmm. do you think like you see like, like it, oh, it's that's a, where it, they like, like it click. clicks. Yeah. Yes. yeah. In the, their brain. And then it's so fun because, um, they start to open up in a creative way. So it's more of like, Hey, if I try this, if I move my head this direction, if I, if I put my arm here and I say, yeah, absolutely go for it. And, you know, obviously I have, um, what I call flow posing so that it kind of works you through a lot of really beautiful poses and, you know, angles, but I also want you to have pieces of yourself integrated into what I'm already trying to create. Yeah. So when you say like, oh, what if I put my arm on my shoulder? And I'm like, yes, go for it. Do it. Because I want you to be like, I want you to look at that one photo and be like, 
I even came up with that pose, you know? <laughs> so not only is this all photos of me and I look phenomenal, but like I, I even had a piece in that creation. Yeah. What do you think? So I've, I've, I'm imagining like people probably have a lot of questions before they oh, book, right? So like, what do you like some, you know, I'm sure if you get the questions a lot, I'm sure everyone's, you know, has a lot of similar questions. So oh, what yeah. are some, what are your most popular questions and what are the answers to them? It's funny because I don't know if it's necessarily a lot of questions. It The driving factor is comfort. So you want that reassurance. You want that comfort from the person that you are kind of bearing your soul to. So um, the first thing that I ever do, one, um, most of the women that I shoot have already come from my Facebook group. Um, so we have a private boudoir Facebook group that I spend a ton of time in personally. I share a lot of personal things. I share selfies because I would never ask you to do something that I myself wouldn't do. Um, so I think that that does go a long way in making women feel comfortable and safe with you. Um, and so I share a ton in the group. And then if you're ready for a session, we get on the phone. So we usually, I say that it's going to be 20 to 30 minutes and it usually ends up being an hour because we're having a good time. We're getting to know each other. And by the end of that phone call, you know what we're going to do. I walk you through what the day looks like. I tell you, you know, all of the collections and the packages and the things that you can buy or the things that you can do with your photos. Um, so you kind of get it, that consultation is huge. And then I really make myself available for the rest of the time. So the little questions, the, I have a really long torso, um, what lingerie is going to look okay on me? Those kinds mm -hmm. of questions I do get, but I think a lot more than that, I get the kind of almost like the deer in the headlights of like, help me feel safe. Yeah, And that's, I I'm good at that. And I love that. And that, you know, that's part of my personality. Yeah. So I like that part. That's cool. That's good that we have these podcasts because I'm sure yeah. everyone can sense that through the yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Your personality. Yeah. That's good to have a passion for it. And yeah. um, I like that you take it like you're not, you, 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 you are a very like deep individual. And I like that you take it kind of there with your clients because I feel like there might be a lot of people that, um, that don't go as deep and don't try to form that, that, that connection and really try to bring something out of somebody that they didn't know about themselves. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Well, and the session itself is really fun. Um, after, after we do the session itself, I call it a lunch break. So what I'm usually doing is quick edits of all of your photos so that you get to see all of them before you ever leave. And honestly, by the time you're done with your session, you're on this like high, you feel great. You've been built up by multiple women. You know, Selena is usually right behind me saying, Oh damn girl, you look so good. <laughs> um, and that kind of thing. So it's really nice to be built up for you know a couple hours and you have your hair and makeup done so you already feel like you're you know doing your best and um, it's just a really good feeling and then by that point I'm doing edits of your photos and I'm ooing and aahing over them you know while you're drinking a coffee or you know eating some food and then you're kind of like looking at my computer because you you want to see them too and I'm like you're almost ready you're almost ready and then you get <laughs> to see all of them and all of their glory and how amazing you look and women usually like oh my God, I had no idea that I looked like this and I feel so amazing. And you, you know, walk out, you know, with a little hitch in your step because you're so excited and it's just a very cool feeling. And I think you learn a lot about people. People open up and are willing to open up once you see them in that light. Mm. Mm -hmm. So they actually get their photos that 
that day? So they, they do, I do what I call quick edits. Mm-hmm. Um, so the skin smoothing and all of that kind of stuff. If you have any blemishes, I basically say I will retouch anything that can be gone in two weeks. So anything that's a part of you, I want to stay a part of you. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to change who you are. And I never want you to get a photo that you look at and you're like, well, she's beautiful, but that doesn't feel like me. So um, I'm really careful about that. So what I do is quick edit so that you're getting the look, the style, the feel, the lighting, all of those things, which are a lot faster to edit. The retouching is usually like 20 to 30 minutes per photo. Um, Mm -hmm. So that takes me a considerable amount of time after you leave. But Mm -hmm. yes, you do get to see all of your photos before you leave. And then you actually get to go through and select which of those photos you want to keep, which ones you want on art or in albums or whatever. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Before, should, should, I, should I, can I transition? Oh, yeah, uh, go for it. So before <laughs> before we, we started recording, I wish we were recording because it was it's yeah, super natural. But, um, always, oh, that's the number one rule. Yeah. Always be recording. Yeah. <laughs> we, we discussed uh, couples boudoir sessions, and mm-hmm. I, I mentioned that my wife and I, how funny it would be because she's a smoke show. <laughs> and then I'm over here like, smoke show. I'm like super dad bod. Stop hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I'm full dad bod with no children, you know, um, and how how like uh, insecure I would feel mm-hmm. and how um, I guess like social media and other photographers, trendy photographers have um, unfortunately put out this like feel that like bigger people and people who are not like a perfect 10. Mm hmm can't get these photos done or can't do these ty- or like even weddings we have we we've talked about as like from Carson Adam and I have talked about how it's like heartbreaking for people to say that they had a bad experience with someone because they made them feel uncomfortable you know and how they made them feel like they weren't like worthy quote unquote worthy of getting their photos taken by this photographer how do you we we hate that and we've talked about it uh, not recorded many times um <laughs> yeah. But yeah. that's something we talked about before the show, so I wanted to touch on it again. Absolutely. Um, just hearing that kind of hurts my heart yeah. and makes me a little bit angry. Yeah, um, let me just say, Tyler, you're beautiful. You yeah. are. You are you beautiful. Are. Also, you're a smoke show. You also. Are, <laughs> I, this, is, this kind of goes into a bigger conversation, but they, no one is a perfect person. Right but I truly believe that you are a perfect person for someone if you choose to be Mm, that person. So the idea that like, well, you're not a 10, well, you are a 10 to that person, or Mm -hmm. you are a 10 to yourself because you decided that you are worthy of being a 10. And you know, looks are just the most insignificant part of everything that you are. But unfortunately that's the part that we get to capture on film or digitally more more (laughs) likely. Um, but you know, I boudoir especially, and I will go back into weddings too, but boudoir is for everybody, every single body. And I think that it is extremely harmful. Um, photographers who are going specifically for a look Mm -hmm. or who only take on certain clients. I think a lot of that is, um, well, one, it's an error in judgment and, sometimes character. Um, but second, I also think that it's a lack of confidence in the photographer. Mm. Um, as a photographer, there are plenty of times that I've been put into situations that I didn't quite know what to expect, be it lighting or how many people were going to be there or whatever. And I was underprepared. I learned a lot of lessons through those. And, um, 
I can never, I can't say that I haven't like tried my hardest. That's always what I go into every situation with, you know, and as a photographer, if someone is a different build than me, a different body style, I know that going into it and I do my homework. Mm -hmm. I research what poses will look beautiful on them. What angles would be even better than the last angle. Cause the other person I shot was a completely different build yeah. and I put in the work to make sure that I'm giving them a beautiful and amazing experience, no matter who they are or what their body type or style is. Yeah. So I, I don't like the idea that other photographers or, you know, especially in the wedding industry, everyone gets married, deserves to get married. Right. And mm. yeah. there shouldn't, there shouldn't be anything about their height or size or weight or anything like that, that's holding yep. them back from getting the vendors that they want and that they love, you know, how demoralizing is it to have followed a super popular wedding photographer and having never seen a person who looks like you in their portfolio, yeah. or if they are shooting those weddings, they're not sharing them on Instagram because right. they're not photo worthy. And mm, to me, that's, that's I've gotten weddings specifically because I love every single body type. I love every single person, who they are, what they stand for. Mm -hmm. And that's a very cool thing yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. And I think even on like a superficial le level, like it even, it just makes you a better photographer. Absolutely. And then when you, when you close off those people, like you're just, you're getting, you're not getting yeah. as good of, um, experience as you could and that's just on like a superficial yeah, like, yeah. and that's level. a lack of confidence in yourself <laughs> that's you know it it's stopping you from being able to shoot those people because you know that you don't know what you're doing right, right. then and then you're too scared to be like hey i'm gonna be really honest with you i've never shot a person of this size shape whatever so you know will you do me the honor of helping me right. and teaching me like i am i am here to learn from you just as much as you are here to get great photos from me and right. i will not let down my side of that bargain i never ever yeah. will this yep. topic bothers me so much it's something i've became increasingly more passionate <laughs> about yeah. like as time goes on and uh you know unless you got you know what you guys think too but like something that couples can look out for for something like this i really you know just from my experience and i don't know anything about photography but i just like you know if you look at like an instagram page of that photographer like you guys like you said and like you just kind of look at all these people and they all look like they came off of a magazine yep. then i feel like that's a pretty big indicator mm -hmm. and that's true and even if they are which i almost feel like this is even this is also just as bad if you are doing like uh, photos for somebody's wedding but they do have a different body type or uh look to them and then you just don't post their pictures yeah. but you're posting mm -hmm. pictures of everybody that looks good yep. yep that like is a that is a whole nother it's problem like your friend itself. that you're embarrassed of like yeah. yeah yeah it's like saying the same thing that like yeah we can be friends i just don't want anyone to know about it yeah well and to <laughs> yeah. me that feels like uh sure i'll take your money yep and that yeah that's just not yep. I don't think any of us in this room lead with that mentality. Yeah. So. yeah. And I'm assuming this, this is, has to be a pretty con I mean, like has to be out there like it's as super, a common thing. Cause I, I feel like common. there's people around and there's, you know, our area that I feel like do this. So like, I can only imagine what it's like on just like the, the, the scale of everything mm -hmm. of how many people are out there doing yep. that, uh, mm. that, that do this. And it definitely seems to be the very trendier yeah. type, you of know, Photography. This is kind of a, a hot button thing, but I have recently had a um, boudoir client. She was really interested in a session. She was really excited 
um, and she didn't see enough diversity in my portfolio. Mm. And she asked me about that. And at first I felt like I got dinged on something. And then I stepped back and I thought about, I, I thought like, okay, is that, is that a true decision? Is that a true, is that a fact what she has said to me, or is it something that she hasn't seen? Yeah. So, you know, I took some time with it instead of like responding like, well, you're wrong. Cause I've done a lot. Um, and I thought about it and I thought like, okay, so what am I showing? What diversity am I able to show in my portfolio? And when I thought about it, I came back to her and I said, you know what? You are right in a lot of aspects. Um, I take privacy very seriously, especially for my boudoir clients. So there are a lot of sessions that probably a third of the sessions that I do that no one ever sees mm, um, because right. the, those people have chosen that that is only for them. That's only for their partner or whoever they choose to share those with. So I have no access to those photos. Like, I mean, physically I do have access to it, but you know, what I, mean? yeah. I, I have no, I have no plans to ever share them. So when she said that I said, I can completely see where you're coming from. I do want to assure you that I have shot, you know, people of multiple ethnicities, people of varying weights and heights and all of those things. I want to assure you of that. But the thing that I pride myself more on is the trust and relationship mm. that I've built with each of those clients. Mm. And I wish that I could show you some of those because they're stunning, but that's not where we're at. And yep. she said, oh, okay. No, yep. no problem whatsoever. And I'm super excited because she wants to, she, she already said, I cannot wait to sign a model release for you. So <laughs> that's that you awesome. can, and that's, oh, I mean, yeah. what that's a cool, cool yeah. thing. And it was, it was a matter of humbling myself to not give her some type of snarky answer. Like, well, right. you don't know or yeah. something like that. And then saying, you know what, to, in all honesty, I would love more diversity and I would be honored by it. But right now I can only show what I'm able to show mm. and, that was enough to have an honest conversation with her. And she was like, cool, I want to help you with that. Yeah. And like how, what a great connection is that to be able to be so honest and then have somebody be like, I like that. Okay. Yep. Yeah. That's cool. Dang. That's a great story. Yeah. That was really great. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, you know, you know, I don't know, you know, I'm trying to think of other people do this other than just photographers and video. You think it's common in videography as well? Oh yeah. I mean like video, I feel like unfortunately a little worse because really? everyone gets photos true mm -hmm. and not everyone gets video um and i feel like the people who are who are one insecure they will get photos because you're supposed to get photos mm -hmm. but video i feel like is less likely mm -hmm. um that if someone is already insecure and they hate like seeing themselves on a phone video or like even anything they're less likely to get it yeah get videography for their wedding um but i feel like it's the same thing um the integrity and character it, it is like across the board with photographers videographers where there are certain people who um are picky about who they will film for or take pictures of and if it doesn't fit their criteria they won't do it and i feel like i i feel like some weddings it's like every wedding is different I feel like there are, there's like rural weddings, yeah. there's urban weddings, there's like every wedding's a little different and you have to be comfortable with like making that change, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think, I think it's probably across the board. Yeah. Um, cause in, I feel like, sorry, oh, sorry. No. I was going to say in, in my experience think I, this is not something I've ever considered. So it was kind of interesting to kind of rack my brain, um, going back through, videographer, no videographer, 
90% of them have all been the pretty picture perfect yep. couples mm. with the, you know, sparkler exit and yep. the, you know, whatever that yeah. they know that everything is going to be perfect and they're going to look perfect. Yep. So they want a video to remind themselves of that. Yeah. And how sad is that, that you've decided you don't need video? Cause uh, I don't know if I'm going to re- want to remember that, you yeah. know? Yeah. 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 It's true. Yeah. I know for like the, you know, part of like some of those groups and stuff on Facebook that I've seen like on the DJ end. So obviously not, you know, much to do with, you know, looks uh, like photography and videography does. But if the DJ know like hears or like in their consultation that like they have maybe like a little bit different of a music taste than mm. what's popular, yeah. that they won't do their wedding. Interesting. Because they feel like that's going to make them look bad. And it's like, well, now like this is just crazy to me because it's like now because of your music taste that you want at your own wedding right. you don't yeah. deserve the dj you it's want crazy. like it's just crazy to me <laughs> yeah. Carson, yeah. if i ever get married will you dj my wedding with polka oh it's like <laughs> polka all the way we'll do polka you got polka saturdays that's like i love it yes. i love doing phone calls in there <laughs> yeah. oh yeah did we bring that up on the the last time you're in here i don't, I don't think, think so, so. no wait talking about wait do you like polka not you are her, a polka not girl. Really. There's My a radio station. Loved polka, and yeah. I just went through all of her old records. So <laughs> I currently have like 200 records in my car, and a lot of them are polka. That's oh. great. I'm gonna do an art project with <laughs> those awesome. ones. That's funny. Actually, I have DJed polka before. Have no you? Really? Yeah, yep, I did. I did Love one it. song. It was at like a jo- like the end of the night. They wanted me to play it as like kind of like a joke though. Yeah. But so it was, but it was a polka song. I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Actually, I just met with a couple, and they said that their one part of the family loves polka. Yeah. They, they wanted like a few different things, and then another thing is, is a lot of DJs won't do it if they really would like to have requests. A lot of DJs uh, say that no. requests aren't allowed. Mm-hmm. I'm like, and I, I leave it up to the couple. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, if your family is going to request something weird, you can say no requests or yeah. give oh. me. A, I'll, I get, I have like a list that they can put like any song that they they, they don't yeah. want to hear. But uh, yeah, I. But yeah, a lot of DJs. Have I told don't understand like, that. <laughs> I've had so many phone calls where they're like, "Wow, like the DJ I talked to said that like he will not play those songs." Interesting. And this just blows my mind. I'm like, oh, yeah. I'll play That's whatever viable. song you want. Yeah. You want a song is getting played. Like I yeah. actually like requests because it yeah. gives me an idea of what people want to dance to. Yeah. Well, the reason I love requests is because sometimes um, people have songs that they love as like their that's their friend right. song for example yeah. mm-hmm. like that they just love to listen to and like we would never know that yeah. unless that friend came up to yeah. us and told us yeah. that yep. you know so like sometimes requests are, are, are beautiful mm-hmm. huh. so but yeah, yeah so then that's like that's crazy to me. so like not only is it like photography and videography like people don't get the ones that they want because of the way that they look yeah now it's like now we're getting into like the personality and mm-hmm. like who yeah. you are thing yeah that djs won't go because it that's not what matches their thing and it's just like man like to me i'm like i'm just here for you like i'll do whatever you want (laughs) i think we just uncovered though the like accommodation that is absolutely what we all as wedding vendors or you know small businesses both that's what we need to be doing that's what we should be doing we should be leading like with a servant's heart yeah and i think that that's kind it's kind of eye-opening that a lot of people don't Mm-hmm. And they've somehow turned their job into like a look at me versus like allow me to do this service for yeah. you. I, be, I would be so honored to spend this day with you, build these memories with you, whatever. Yeah. That's wild. It's all for the gram. Yeah. All for, all the, for the gram. gram. Seriously. At the end of the day. <laughs> Seriously. Like, I feel like even, I mean, I was thinking about with DJs, like there are some DJs that I know and we've talked about this. And I don't know if we've ever talked about it on the show that most DJs, I, if I like them. They know I like them because I tell them I like them. Um, and if they 
if I've never told them I don't I like them, then there's a good <laughs> chance that I really don't like them. That was the sweetest way you could have said yeah. that. Yeah. Um but like unfortunately with with as for photographers, photographers um are trendy, hip, and um have a look generally. Um videographers I feel like are nerdy a lot of the times, which is weird. I don't know why. Um and then DJs unfortunately are usually the guys that I can pick out of the crowd that have an ego, um, are kind of cocky and it's more about them than it is about the bride and groom. And I think it's because they have to be comfortable on the mic. Yeah. It takes a very outgoing person. Yeah. Yeah. But there is, there is like a, definitely a stereotype. Oh yeah. And it, for them, it's, it's, it's for the posts of them putting on this crazy, Party, party you know what I mean? And who, you know, if they if they do polka, yeah, they're not going to post like, a video for their gram, you know? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 really blows my mind. What has your been your experience working with DJs? Because there's I, a lot of I feel like just really crazy DJs stories out there. Say, sessions. I, have, I am my own DJ. <laughs> so like, yeah. 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 Uh, we usually What's your turn DJ on, name like, though? You guys are going to have to give me a DJ. Next time I'm on, you'll we'll have to one. dub me with a DJ. Yeah. Um, no, I have a pretty split bag. Um, yeah. a, I can tell how a DJ is going to be from my first interaction. Yep. If they see me, obviously I'm wearing two cameras across my body. You know yeah. who the photographer is. There's no question. Yeah. Um, and if I see you walking around like setting stuff up, I mean, well, last time I saw you, I ran up and hugged you. So that's yeah, yeah. a little bit different. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, like usually like we like make eye contact and then we walk towards each other and introduce ourselves. I've had a couple who have just given me a nod like, mm, you're not important. Um, oh and gosh. yeah, well, and it's Jeez. like, you know, usually I set my stuff by the DJ. I always yeah. get their cards. It, you know, if they do a great job, if they have an awesome party, I love giving my couples. I mean, I give them florist recommendations, baker recommendations, mm. DJ recommendations all the time mm -hmm. because usually the venue and the photographer are the first two things chosen. I give recommendations for you guys all the time because mm. I know that you work the same way that I do, that you value the client and the couple, all of that. And it's just very obvious to see who's there to get a paycheck and who's there to like help a couple have a, a just an absolutely amazing day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It really is amazing. Now, now there's a new thing. I'm part of like these, uh, the, like this DJ Facebook group. And basically this whole thing is trending right now about photographers and videographers putting their stuff by the DJ is that a <laughs> and how mad people are getting. Oh, I'm man. just like, what the heck? Like I tell them, like, to, that's like, where that needs to go. Like yeah. the, yeah. get the best quality. Like I would, I would rather you get like, seriously, Wouldn't you like to have all of my gear out of your way yeah. Like, yeah. for photos and stuff. <laughs> like what? Like, yeah. like and we like, have like that little facade that we put in front and yeah. I just like, I, use that i just I'm like yeah you can put it right behind here doesn't yeah, like, yeah keep i it always tell the, the photographer like hey <laughs> you can put whatever you want around here like yeah. at the end of the day they're gonna see them pictures like yeah. later on i want them and like i've even adjusted the lighting and stuff to like mm -hmm. um because you know for a while and i'm so glad i was i saw this somewhere and i just felt like <laughs> the biggest idiot ever but <laughs> with like you know we use so we use something called gig bars for like the lights mm -hmm. well on there is like a laser okay so if you like just put all of them on like uh, like on all modes, like it, the lasers will go out and stuff. And like in the beginning, like probably like I stopped doing this about a year ago, but prior to that, like 
I, I would use that. But then I saw some, I saw something on Facebook or something yeah. about a photographer. And I was like, oh my gosh. And oh, seriously, yeah. from that time since, I have never used lasers like while yeah, the photographer's there. Yeah, I put them the ceiling because, yeah. yeah, I think you showed, either I showed you or yeah. you showed me, but it, we, we, were, we saw that post and they were like, I spent literally hours just photoshopping yeah. every yeah. single laser off this person's face. Yeah, and like literally, <laughs> like, so I have not, I will not use the laser until the photographer has left for the night. Have you had that, Tyler, where you've had a DJ start wild lights like before the first dance? I've had to like before the first dance. Oh, I before the first dance. I have had, I had that. Yeah, I had to go and be like, "Hey, I'm really sorry. Can you please leave all lights off until open the dance yeah. floor opens?" Yeah, yeah. I yeah. usually I always ask because like on that when the, that happens with the photographer when they first come up, I'm I always ask them like, "Do you prefer no lights or lights?" Because some of them they have like. If they're using a flash, they're like, yeah, it's not going to matter. Yeah. But yeah. I, I just, I always make sure of that because. So I have had that don't. issue. My, do you shoot Nikon? Yes. The, my other thing that I've run into is mostly Nikon, sometimes Sony and sometimes Canon. If you're running flash and I'm shooting video, I think it has to do with the frame rate. <gasps> uh, I can see the, you know how it shoots out like a red light yeah. and it will capture like how far they're mm-hmm. shooting it. Yeah. I don't know if it's for the autofocus or the yeah. light. I can't. Like I the know. LIDAR. Uh-huh. <laughs> In photo, it doesn't matter because that shoots first and then you take a picture oh. and no one ever sees it because your eyes don't really adjust to it a whole lot. Sometimes the photographer will see it because you're the one looking down the barrel. It's right here. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but in video, every time that shoots, weird. I'm getting it wow. in video. <gasps> I never so knew like that. I have video of bride and grooms where they were like walking and it's a really cute photo and it's like pop, 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 pop. there's like <laughs> this red triangle going across their face. Oh. Weird. Um, I try yeah. to use as little I do. My cameras are really good in low light. Yep. So I shoot ambient as often as possible. Yeah, Just, same here. It's the look that I prefer. Yeah. But I don't I never shoot portraits or anything with flash. Yeah. So at least for that. Yeah. But that's a good reminder. Also, I think as a photographer, you take on a lot of responsibility and you are nine times out of 10, the person that's directing a couple mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying like, okay, well, why don't we do a dip now? Why don't we blah, blah, blah. So then I'll ask the videographer if they want to step where I was. Cause I yeah. usually have the best vantage point or whatever, but then I will usually just like shoot over their shoulder or go to a different angle. But that's a really good thing that I never would have yeah. thought of. I might actually be messing something up <laughs> if I'm still shooting, right. not realizing, you know, like, because I'm just trying to get some extra, maybe some right. candids, maybe some behind the scenes. Yeah, that's, stuff. I think that's the thing is you, I've learned to either, sometimes you, it's inevitable that I'm going to get those flashes in there. Um, and then the other thing is flash photography is there's times where it's like, there's just going to be flashes yeah. throughout the video yes. from the photographer. Um, but I try to do in between those two and there's times where it's like for the first dance where it's like, I like them during the first dance and yeah. I see those videos. Those make yeah. me happy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But there's a time where it's like, I wish I could have no flashes for at least 10 seconds yes. to get a nice shot mm. and then move on. But there's like, like you said, the photographer steps back and it's like, Oh, go ahead. It's your turn or whatever. Or, you know, we are trying not to run into each other and then they'll take pictures of something else that's going on. And it's my entire video is there's this like Dude, you know, I am changing my game. I'm glad you just said give, that. just give them <laughs> 10 seconds. I, I yeah. feel like yeah. stuff like this is how I we learn like yeah. about yeah. these things. Cause I never would have known like that thing yeah. about the lasers. I never yeah. thought about it. Like yeah. 2020 
growing. Yeah, yeah right. Really. So yeah, so you know, and but this this opened my eyes. I feel like if you're a couple out there and you want to find out if a DJ is there for the right reasons or not, ask them how they feel about a photographer putting their equipment. Yeah. <laughs> if they say it's, it's fine, they're there test. for you. If they yeah. say it's not okay, they're there for them. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I've also had uh, DJs who created like a secondary timeline mm. that didn't already correspond. Usually. A, like when we have a consultation, I usually give at least a preliminary timeline mm. because I know that you're going to be upset if you don't have photos of all of these things. And I really do think through from the minute that I arrive when you're getting ready until the end of the reception. So I give you the full day timeline. Yeah. And I've had I've had DJs change the timeline and then not tell me about that so then oh, things no. are happening out of my control yeah. and i'm thinking like oh we're not supposed to be cutting the cake yet shoot i just sent my second shooter over to yeah. do xyz and now i don't have the coverage that i needed to do that yeah. thing how common do you feel like it is for the dj to come over to you guys and let you know what's going to happen before it happens is it I, common or no 75 percent of the time yeah i would say I, it's, okay. it's a decent amount yeah that's good that's, that's good. the I, the few that I've worked with that I definitely would not prefer to work with again have been completely uncooperative. It's their show. Yeah. I find out what's happening along with the rest of the wedding guests. Oh no! I yes, <laughs> I would say I would say like the basis of being like a good mm -hmm. at at least average would like come over and be like, hey, so in five minutes we're gonna do this. Yeah. And then the ones that are really, really good, we've either touched base beforehand, like you and I sat and yeah. talked through a timeline, like, okay, so this is what's gonna happen. And then we can make adjustments, we can wiggle as we need to, yeah. to make this the, uh, it, our shared goal should be making this the perfect yeah. day for that yeah. couple. Well, I gotta say, so for photography though, and, and uh, videography, as a DJ, I felt, I feel like it's very rare for somebody to have a schedule ahead of time, like really? you do, to come and, and say something. Because, but I would say, honestly, I would, I, to be honest, I think you're one of the few ever. So, color me shocked. To like, <laughs> to, to ever, to ever, like, you know, sometimes they'll come over and say, um, hey, do you have a schedule for the day? Do you know when times or things are happening? Because I don't, you know, because they, they never, the very rare. I'm, I'm seriously, I can't think of anybody. It, else. Depend, it depends on the day. It, yeah. So as video, as a video if photographer, I usually have a really detailed list mm -hmm. because you're usually the one helping them make you're the day. You're almost like a coordinator mm -hmm. for the day mm -hmm. too, yeah. because you're with you're the there couple all day. the whole yeah. day. Yeah. Yep. Video. It is not rare to find out the schedule the day before the wedding. Okay. Mm. That um, makes sense. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's not, that's not really, as long as they have a photographer, I always ask, do you have a photographer helping you come up with a schedule? And if they say yes, I just touch base the week before and say, hey, can you send me the agenda for the, the day? Yeah. Um, the only thing I request for sure at the reception is um, what's the last thing scheduled? Because that's the only thing I really need to know, at least as a videographer, for the most part, until I get there. And most of the time I get there and I touch base with the DJ and he says, hey, at this time we're going to do this, at this time we're going to do this. Um, but sometimes I do have like at 7.15 we're going to do the first dance, at 7.35 we're going to do the cake cutting, at, you know, all these different things. But there are times where I show up and I have no idea what's going on until I touch base with the DJ. Wow. Yeah. That's except wild. for Except for this is when I can leave. Yes, and it's you like, know yeah, yeah, yeah. And as long as I usually, sometimes I say they're like, "Well, I'm not really sure what the schedule looks like yet." I say, "Okay, well, I don't really it doesn't really bother me 
because I'm there. Wander, yeah, because you know? yeah, it's like I'm going to be there anyways as long as this is the last scheduled thing and I can leave after that um, just to be fair on both of our times. Absolutely. Because um, otherwise it's like there's been times where I got there and the, I didn't have a schedule and it's like, oh, you have the garter toss scheduled for 1030 and I'm supposed to be yeah. out of here by 830 and like yeah. stuff like that. Where it's like, well, that's not really going to work. And then what do you do? Do I just stick it out or do I... You know, my favorite is when I get there and they said they weren't going to do a send off. And then I find out there was is uh, a send off. And I'm well, like, I'm a huge proponent of faux send offs. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Do it beforehand. Do the, yeah. Do the sparkler yep. exit. As soon as right they get started. Yeah. It's perfect. Well, it's better for the couples too. Cause there's more people, more people there. there. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's exactly yep. it. And you want all of the little kids that are so, so excited that have yeah. that little light in their oh, eyes because yeah. they're watching something yep. like this for the first time. Yeah. And then, you know, usually once the dancing and the drinking and all of that kind of goes down. Yeah. It's very hard to like. Your parents are going home. Your yeah. grandparents yeah. are going home. You know, that kind of yep. thing. But great job on having a schedule, Jude. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Very, very you nice know what? I actually keep it on my watch. So I have an Apple watch yep. and it pings me every time we're supposed to be moving to the next thing. Thing. Oh, nice. So that I know the entire day, I can always look down at my watch and know where we're supposed to be. Yeah. And I actually use that as a way to encourage the couple to like own their day. Right. So if we're doing photos at, you know, say five o'clock and we're supposed to be back for reception to start at 530, if, the, if we get to 525 and we're having a great time, they're getting a ton of cool stuff, the energy is awesome, then absolutely let's make that let's make that decision together that we should be walking back right now, but we're going to stay for the extra five minutes because we're just loving it and we're getting really cool stuff. Yeah. So then they are making that educated decision, not just saying like, Oh, hurry and feeling completely out of whack the entire day. Like they're constantly playing catch up. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then this is, I think the biggest benefit is when you have a good DJ, a photographer and videographer, not many people. Re I don't know if everyone realizes like the, that's, you know, getting married that we really work together the entire Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So say that does happen where that gets pushed, you know, you know, say, uh, the vibe is just awesome mm -hmm. for, for the photography. Well, well one, you're going to find a lot of DJs will probably actually get upset about mm -hmm. that. Cause now you start interfering <laughs> with their time. So, yeah. you know, and they think and it's see, about them. Their time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But, but a, a, a good DJ has probably already put a uh, buffer time absolutely. in their schedule mm, yep. and already figure out a way to get back on track. Um, because those things happen. And why yeah. would you want to get in the way of that? There's been know? times I found out like that, um, like either the photographer or the videographer like has like a time to leave. That's like, w like we had already gone through the schedule and they just didn't realize like, Oh, that actually, I, we want this on video or we want this, yeah. you know, photo of this. And so I'll, I'll like move up events. I'll, I'll try to yeah. make it work. Yeah. So yeah. I always like to ask them like, what time are you leaving tonight? Because mm. sometimes they don't realize and it's like, well, and then even Ty, I'll be like, well, that probably should be in the video or like yeah. you have, you, yeah. you're going to want to have pictures of that, yeah. you know, or if I know there's a special song that their family gets really into, yeah. I will make sure I play that yeah. before the photographer leaves. Yeah. Even that, if that's not the most ideal time that I would have in my head, maybe I'd want to play it later, Yeah. but that's not the point, you yeah. know, cause like they're going to, you know, they're going to get down to it and they're yeah. going to have great pictures and videos. After that, after They're, our job's done, we're done. Yeah. But right. like, that's what they have afterwards to look at. Yeah. Bro, I don't know what, so I had um, a head trauma wedding um, where I had some of the guys that worked for me shoot it because I had another wedding that day and they it was for a uh, photo. It was Ben and yeah. Micah did yeah. it. Did, I have pictures from that wedding that I was editing yesterday that I don't know what song it was, 
but the entire dance floor, I've never <laughs> seen so many happy people I've in never, my entire I life. I've never seen anything like this in my life. It was a song <laughs> called Cocaine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Funny enough. Yeah. Who's that by? Cocaine. Like, it's cocaine. by uh, John, do, 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 maybe Johnny. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's all. Who's it by? Is it by Johnny? I don't know. Somebody. It's yeah. Like a, it's on Rock 107 all the time. This family has a full tradition of yeah, all coming out to the dance I knew floor. it. I wasn't even there. I There's knew it. There's a full it. dance to it. That's hilarious. No way. I had no oh, idea. I love it. These, Everyone these, was doing this. family came up with it. This wasn't like I took yes. it off YouTube. Yeah. This was like a full dance that has been handed down by generations since yep. that song has came out. Half, half the reception pictures are of that song. It's wild. Hey, yeah. It once That's when crazy. you get the right energy yep. at the right time, you shoot your heart out at that yeah. time. Oh, and yeah. then you just kind of when I even the told them, <laughs> yeah, the, really the, right. uh, the photographers that were there, I said, "Hey, like, um, just so that I, you know, I think you should try to be." I said, "I'm not sure what to expect when this yeah. happens because, but I heard that there's a chance. There's just something that's telling me this is going to get a little yeah. wild. So you maybe you you know you it might want to prepare. for It this. was lit, man." <laughs> Yeah. That's awesome. it was, it yeah. was and I knew that's so funny because I knew looking at those pictures I was like that has to be a family thing yeah because I was like I've never seen the dance before but yeah. everyone knew it and it was like every age too like it oh, was yeah. like really it's old like people like, and really young they people. had me play it three times I think and on the third time it was more than just the family at that <laughs> oh point so they it invited yeah okay that makes a lot so, of sense. oh yeah we did it once an hour so wow <laughs> Dude, that's like that guy. I always bring this guy up. This one guy wanted me to play Sandstorm, like periodically yeah. throughout the night, and only he would dance to it. It's like the opposite. Oh, yeah, that's, oh, that's funny. Oh, jeez. Yeah. But the third time, they invited everybody up, oh, and the man. family taught them how to do it. Wow. Oh, that's how they do so it. It's the fun. weddings. Yeah. That's how they. So now there's. I don't even down. know how many people are doing. I mean, just imagine yeah. the next wedding for this family. It's game over. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. It was really wow. cool. Man, I want, cool. how do I how do I get invited to these weddings? I know <laughs> they, that, they had that sweet floor too, that dance floor, the light up dance floor. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, that place is really it? cool. It's called La Place in Akron. La, La okay. Place. Yeah, it was yeah, like a fancy. I don't know, thirty by thirty dance. They have floor. a very cool dance floor. It's and all it, LED. It, it like yeah, it was like an LED floor. It even says their names on it and everything. Yeah, it's like, very. Cool. Oh, they like it like, like changed like the, throughout throughout yeah. like the logo. Yeah. yeah, super or, cool. Like um, yeah. yeah, they like say congratulations and. Dang. On the dance floor, it's really cool. Yeah, it was cool. I need to get a wedding. Very neat. It made the pictures like <laughs> wild. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. If anybody's out there is getting married and you're doing at La Place, hit me up. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Adam's interested. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> it makes uh, you look really good too, because I because I feel like people think that the, that the DJ brought it. <laughs> I thought it was yours. Yeah, I brought the. Like, dance all right, I'll take it. Like, Man, that must <laughs> be new. Just getting La Place. I told him it was yours. I do. I need to give a notable to a new venue. Um. The, it's Highfield Event Center or Highland Fields Event Center in hmm. Hudson. Nice. They just opened. Um, we were one of their first weddings there. Nice. And it was absolutely beautiful. They have like an outdoor ceremony space. The interior is beautiful and it's really good for photographers. So I was really excited about that. Everything is like crisp and white and gray and tons of windows. It's yeah. amazing. Nice. Wow. Nice. Well, uh, we're coming to the end of the episode. Uh, do you have any pluggables or anything that you want to? tell people about um i don't think so i mean if you're if you're interested in learning more about me about my photography visit lovelyinkcreative.com or find me on facebook under the same name um if you're a woman i would love for you to join our um, boudoir empowerment group we have a really really good time there um a lot of it's silly a lot of it's fun and then some of it is you know sharing your soul we talk a lot about 
you know, how we feel about certain situations and support each other on our bad days. Um, so it really, especially through the craziness of 2020, it has really been a godsend for a lot of people. And I know that it's changed a lot of lives in good ways. So that's find awesome. Me. Yeah. Awesome. All right. You guys have anything else to add? No. I, I always, I always feel like at the end, I want to do what that guy does on the, what's the, um, the wing, uh, the wing show. It's like a YouTube channel where he eats oh, wings. Oh, wings. hot wings. Hot, I want to uh, eat wings. Can we go? Yeah. 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 He always goes like, this camera, this, this camera, camera, this camera. Tell him what you got going on. You have 30 seconds to tell. And like everyone gets like a 30-second pitch. Aww. I can't remember what it is. But every time I get to the end, I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. And, uh, <laughs> that was a no. Yeah, <laughs> I was like that blew was right part. through <laughs> that. Yeah. Well, those cameras just died. So they were should we hit record on one of them yes. so that we have yeah. an ending? Well, that's an awkward one because then, oh, you're going to turn on that one too. I was going to say this. Gonna go for both of them. I like it. Yeah. I was like, it'd be funny if we ended the show, but it's on you too and Adam's yeah. talking. Yeah. And you're just like, man. Wait. So did you, did you want to do it? No, it's okay. So. We'll just, just pick up where, wherever Jude left off. I don't know where I left off. Yeah, we finished. We get. She finished, right? Find me on the yeah. interwebs. Okay. Find yeah. her on the interwebs, and uh, yeah, thanks for coming. So happy to be here. I'll see you again. <laughs> Hold on, let's. We gotta read it. All right. Yeah, that sucks. So, <laughs> you gotta have a clean break. You just All right. yeah, yeah. You got it. Out. All right. Well, thanks for coming, Jude, and uh, we appreciate you being here. And uh, you're the the sec or you're the first guest that's been here twice. I'm going to be so the first guest that's here entered, three times, too. Yeah, you've so. entered rarefied air. <laughs> well, thanks so. for having me. It's always fun. Yeah, we appreciate it. All right, and we'll see you guys next week on the Wedding Workflow Podcast. That'll work.